Locked the golden chest. No. Oh, you got a shot. <laughs> that man came flying in there, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> That's from my experience playing with you. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "What the hell is happening?" Oh, it's a chest. Okay, get it, get it. <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> with Mark. <laughs> could almost hear like click, 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 click. Don't you touch my shit. XQ, folks. XQ quality. Better than HQ, but no one knows what the X stands for, except for extremely good. <clears throat> Here we go. For downloading episode 244 of Channel Massive. This is a special side quest episode. Get your torch light. Get your torch light. That's right. <laughs> We've been going out to them their hills and playing with the torch light. My name's Noah. And I'm not named Skeeter. I'm actually Mark. <laughs> and we are recording remotely. This week, remotely lucent. <laughs> no. Yeah. Via the Skype. Via that Skype, we're on the Skype, recording about the torch lot. Yep, mm-hmm. we got our shoes, we got my moonshine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that means you may hear us occasionally talk over each other because we can't see, you know, we both tend to flail our hands around. Yeah, I'm going to try and talk. Before we talk, <laughs> not without that visual cue, <laughs> yeah, chaos will ensue. <laughs> yeah, and it only gets better with the more remote podcasters we have. But since it's two of us, hopefully we'll be okay. Yeah, hopefully we'll be acceptable to you, our mighty listeners. We decided this last week to take a little side quest. That is a, a palate cleanser, a one-week game experience in between our MMOs. Previously, we had four weeks of The Secret World, which didn't turn out too great. And we know we're well, Star Wars, The Old Republic next. But Mark's like, let's play something different. Yeah, we need we need this to be our the ginger to our sushi, uh, so to speak, as yeah. far as palate cleanser goes. So better that than drinking water and spitting in a bucket. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was our plan, you know, uh, Secret World was originally supposed to be a epic eight week tour and, uh, due to, due to popular demand, we whittled it down to a four week tour, <laughs> which felt like an eight week tour in some ways. Did um, I didn't feel like we were abandoning too much when we decided to stop at four weeks? No, I, th- I think we got the gist Got the chest. <laughs> so we're, in this episode, instead of telling you anything more about the secret world, we're going to talk about our adventures in Torchlight Two from Runic, and the reason we chose Torchlight Two as our side quest episode and why we're not embarking on eight weeks of gameplay in it is superficially, it's it's not a traditional MMO, so we didn't think that it would be something that we could talk on and on and on about for two months straight. But, you know, it's like a little one week here or there. We could jump into it. And yeah. So we did. 
we would love to hear what you think about our stories in Torchlight 2, if you have any of your own that you'd wish to share with us. Or if you want to give us some advice before we get into Star Wars The Old Republic for two months, eight weeks of Star Wars The Old Republic, send in any thoughts that you have to our email, which is at mail. M-A-I-L. Massive.com. We also are live on the Facebook, facebook.com slash channel massive. Mark has got that all humming and worrying. And now there are, there are updates that are showing up over there. So something is happening over there, which is great. Thank you very much, Mark. Sure. It, although I, the way I set it up, it shames me into actually doing work, which is always compelling. So. <laughs> if there is some kind of punishment, really, is there any incentive to do? No, things? really. Failure <laughs> is the only punishment that really works for me. So it's a good motivator. Um, <laughs> We are also rather active over on the Twitter. The Twitter. We haven't been into doing the Twitter. We have our official Twitter. It is yes. at Channel Massive. At the Channel Massive. And then my personal Twitter for me, Noah, is at This Is Noah. And I am Stinzig at the CO Markham. <laughs> so you can follow the main Twitter, or you can follow Mark. I, Mark. Or I now, if you have to choose only one to follow besides Channel Massive, I would strongly suggest Noah because <laughs> he's quite quite a bit more active. Um, mine usually are just really random and senseless. But I do recommend a little bit of Mark because it's those unexpected pieces of random senselessness. <laughs> it's really bright in your day. Right, right, <laughs> that's right. So everybody wins. It's a win-win situation. Anyways, to recap our adventures from last week, our la- last week on Channel Massive, we had our final trip into the secret world. It was just three of us. We were significantly downsized from our seven or six-man group that we had the prior weeks. So our final episode, it, our final trip in the secret world was with just Southern Scott and Hilgi Scott. And yep. then two of us. There, there were four of us. And we had these noble aspirations of, well, we'll get leveled up enough so that we can at least play through the five-man instance that is the finale of the area that we're in, which is the very first area of the game. That didn't happen. (laughs) No, but we did discover the emote system. We did, and that was how we ended our time in the secret world, and it was a lot of fun. (laughs) Yes, especially Snap Snap Honey when holding a shotgun. That, that's probably my favorite emote of all time. And you had like the perfect screenshot. That was hilarious. Yeah, that, that's what we spent 10 minutes doing is probably just trying to synchronize our emotes or doing one and, yeah. and get the perfect screenshot on the cliff, you know, hopefully not fall off the cliff while we're doing the emote, <laughs> which I did when I tried to cartwheel. Yeah, cartwheeling can be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> and then we we talked we talked it out. We got our final episode recorded, and then we headed into, this week, Torchlight 2, with only one companion, Southern Scott, joined us. Southern Fried Scott. That's right, on our Monday game night, and so we had a freaking kick-ass time on Monday. We were on Skype, we got it, how did you do, did you set up like a game or something like that, so we'd all be together? Yeah, sorry, I had to mute myself as I sneezed all over the place, um, so there's still a bit of an aftermath situation here, but... um. 
but I digress. Um, but yeah, I started a I started a server, a private four v four brand new server, and uh, or not four v four four player or six. I set the limit to six just in case more people showed up, and uh, you know passworded it, and uh, you know it started from the very beginning just as if we were doing single player, um, but we all kind of got in got our characters made and it went really organically in the, the makeup that we chose for our party. Yeah. There's um, classes and we each chose a unique one. Yeah. Which as we later found out, it almost didn't matter because the, uh, customization of your, your character class is so vast compared to other systems and stuff. But, um, so Noah went with an Ember mage. Scott went, went, went with the outlander. The Ember Mage is kind of like a classic mage. The Outlander is kind of like a dual-wielding pistol-type person yeah. um, ranged. And then um, I chose the Engineer, which sounds like some kind of lightweight, kind of heavy thinker pondering the greater mysteries of quantum physics or something. But actually, it, it, the way I built my guy, he was a like kind of a he was a tank and spank kind of guy, if you, if you pardon the expression. So he had a he had like a a big axe or a hammer at all times and a shield. And uh, so we kind of um, had two people really focused on damage, me on tanking with a little bit of healing from our heal bot that we had. And so we, in, in some ways, um, nearly achieved the holy trinity of, uh, of gameplay. We really just kind of would have needed a, uh, you know, a dedicated healer. But I think with our heal bot and all the shielding and stuff, it, it kind of worked out. Yeah, I don't think... We only maybe had one or two deaths total throughout the entire session. Yeah, yeah. So it went, it went really well. It was a good. We had a good makeup, and then as we started to specialize, I think it started to come together even more. Oh my goodness! And leveling up, you level up so quickly. And at least for me as a mage, it was super rewarding because my spell effects and my spell attacks just got more and more extravagant, and <laughs> it just made me want to spam them. Oh, I know they were. I think when we got to about, by level 10, I started to see some just crazy combinations of effects between you and Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't even tell who was doing what, but all I knew was I felt kind of sorry for the mobs. <laughs> uh, because <laughs> you would hit them and then I'd run in and just clean up whatever was left, basically. it was it was It was pretty cool. Something that I really loved about character creation, but I didn't understand, was that Every character, regardless of what class you pick, gets a pet. Oh, God. The pet is... You just can't... You cannot uh, oversell the pet. I mean, it was... Very utilitarian, because they can help you manage your inventory, and also they fight alongside you. They fight, and later, you know, when you get spells, you can give them spells, so they can, you know, they kind of have a list of spells they can cast. Um, What's so cool about them is, as we would... We would kind of the way we would play is we would le- we would play 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 and then we would stop level up look at our our gear unless of course we filled up so if somebody filled up we'd stop right then and there after we killed off a wave of monsters and we would load up our pets and you can send them back to town and depending on how far into a dungeon you were it took longer or shorter um, but the pet would go you know back sell off everything that you loaded them up with and if you set up a shopping list they could bring you back potions or scrolls or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and we used the hell out of that. I mean, no it was, kidding. It was so cool. And the pet has 
pretty much as much inventory space as you do. So you can load up this little dog or cat that you have with an unreasonable amount of goods and they sell it all. And then they come back within from as short as like 30 seconds to maybe as long as a minute and 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. What I didn't realize during character creation is that you could select the type of animal you had. Yeah. I kept flipping them between all the different characters and it kept showing this stupid fruit frilly Papillon type dog, which in real life I'm not a big fan of Papillons, and it's because I knew someone who had one. And now you're <laughs> stuck with one. Yeah, and that's what I have. And it, 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 at times it's kind of funny because it's it's super fru fru and and girly and snots and sneezes and is yappy and stuff. But that I ha- that I'm this awesome death mage and I have this ridiculous little dog going around and attacking things for me getting in there and actually doing stuff while i fire from a distance it is kind of funny that is yeah at least it wasn't like a baby chihuahua which you know they're like their eyeballs are like each eyeball is bigger than its brain you know significantly they're so freaky but um yeah i don't know i i guess because i i hadn't played it that long ago i i knew i could at least choose my pet and i took the black panther whatever it is which i i love it because it growls menacingly all the time um but yeah that was pretty cool and then scott got a bulldog which was cool i Um, really wish i could change my pet but what's cool is that you can do fishing in the game and collect random types of fish and pretty much the fish are almost exclusively for transforming your pet for five yeah Which is cool, because you can get some really weird-looking uh, pet versions out of that, you know. Um, the one I had was hideous, whatever it was. So, um, <laughs> Fishing is really easy in the game, too. It's just it right is, there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as we talk about this, I think there's there's probably no way to avoid the comparisons to Diablo 3, um, just because... You know, hopes were so high for Diablo 3, and we played Diablo 3, and gave it a good run and i think that they when they made um torchlight 2 they took a good hard look at of course torchlight and mythos which were the predecessors but they looked at diablo 2 and said what can we do to just make everything that was diablo 2 really good and take out the parts that were kind of slow and so it feels like with this game you um have so few breaks in the action i mean it's just such a fast reckless pace that you somehow yeah. survive through, right? I mean, it, it's like you you feel like it's almost like watching an adventure movie where they're just always running, you know, like especially like the Lord of the Rings or the new Hobbit or movie or something where they're just running from like encounter to encounter to encounter yeah. and barely surviving. It, it feels like that, but you just want to because it's so fun. And uh, as we mentioned, you know, with the pets that you can send back, that that takes the whole having to stop and town portal back and go to all your different vendors and, you know, all that. Mm -hmm. It takes that out of the equation where that happens much more few and far between, like maybe after you've finished a significant event like a dungeon or an outdoor area or something, that might be when you'd want to go to town. But it's not the constant, um, you know, stop and go back for loot or to ID items or something, so... Yeah. I found that, that to be really a cool, like, a cool way of getting the game just moving along. Yeah, I had no idea that it was going to, well, I guess I did have an idea, but it was so long ago, both Southern Scott and I got a chance to play a demo of the game. Oh, at yeah. PAX, uh, back in 2011. So the game was still a year out from being even released. And it was like, 
in the middle of some zone. You were level twenty five, and so there wasn't it wasn't a very contained experience. Just kind of like sit down, kind of run around. Right. But even from that, I didn't remember how fast the game was going to be. I mean, the character just moves <laughs> around so quickly. The monsters move so quickly. It's, yeah. It's like something that in many other video games you would level up for many hours before you could actually move this fast. And I loved it. Oh, I did too. It, it was... made the scenery and everything else go by really fast, but everything looks so great anyways that I almost wanted to stop. But it, for some reason, it just made everything more intense and more fun because of that. Yeah, and I think the um, combination of that and like having friends on Skype to talk to as we played co-op together made it just like the ultimate kind of dungeon crawl experience. For yeah. Me. I can't think of any better dungeon crawl experience I've ever in, ever had. I mean, that was the top right there. It was awesome. So, you know, I, like I, I think I put in the notes, um, the leveling seems to come faster than in Diablo 3 or Diablo mm-hmm. 2. Yeah. And it's important levels. It's not just like some crap thing where, you, you know, you hit a level and you can put one point into an attribute. You get, you know, five points to put into attributes and you can work on your skill tree. And the way the skill tree works is, well, after all the complaints we had about the Secret World skill tree, this was like the exact opposite. It was so natural and felt just like so well thought out and allowed you to truly, right off the bat, start to customize your character. Yeah. Um, you know, it it just it was a lot of a whole lot of win <laughs> and not much no, uh lose or fail not much fail so um you know I, there were times where i really didn't know what the hell i was doing but it was just so much fun i didn't really care that yeah <laughs> that i think that's a great segue into talking about the story of this world we definitely could have slowed down we could have stopped and be like hold on hold on i need to watch this voiced cut scene or i need to read this quest text but it didn't really matter. And I, what was cool is that I felt just by looking at the map, even on the loading screens that came up in between instance dungeons, that there was a lot of cool mythology here. Yeah. And the yeah. characters were cool. And I knew from the from the animated intro that if I wanted to get into the lore, that I would be satisfied by it. I think it'd be kind of an interesting story. I mean, nothing revelatory, but still engaging. But right. We didn't have to stop and slow down for it. And the things that we were doing weren't so mundane that you felt like, like sometimes, for instance, I guess the analogy I'm trying to draw here between MMOs and this game is that a lot of the times in MMOs, you find yourself doing really mundane tasks. And the only way to really get through them, unless you've completely numbed yourself to how monotonous the action is, is to at least read some of the story that sets up this Get right. ten wolf pelts or kill ten mice. Yeah. You know? Why am I really? What is my? What is my motivation? Exactly. I'm not That's feeling it today. Makes those boring quests even halfway worthwhile. When this one, the gameplay is so much fun. It you don't need that justification, but because it's so much fun, it's this weird reverse psychology. I feel like I wouldn't mind actually going back and slowing down and trying to play it by myself and read some of the storyline just because. Oh yeah, appreciation of the world. I know, and I I don't know why, but like I didn't I didn't really follow the epic story arc that we were on, but the side quests I found particularly compelling. I guess it's just because it was easy to digest them, and they seem to always you know have a nice item to choose from at the end, and I don't know. 
they were nicely self-contained and they were. Made, made sense, you know. And for a side quest, sometimes they would take like a half an hour. Yeah. They, they were like these multi-room dungeons that went on for quite a bit. And it was something that was purely optional from the main story quest that we were working on. And the rewards were so good. There's always three rewards to choose from. Yeah. And it's so hard to choose. Oh, which, gosh, uh, yeah. I had that. I suffered from that, like buyer's remorse thing, like three different times doing side quests. <laughs> I often ended up picking the item that I couldn't even use for another three levels. Yeah. Once I, I did, did get too. to it, I'm like, oh, this is nice. And then there's usually the third item is almost always an item for your pet. Right. Like your pet do certain things that are really cool because your pet auto attacks and all the other stuff while it's around. And just like, oh, should I upgrade my pet now or should I wait? But that there's yeah. so many good things to choose from, and so often it's hard to get off the ride. And in fact, we played a whole extra hour more than. Yeah, that's never happened before. Right now, 11.01, so we've been on for one hour, and I've had more fun than I had in those four weeks of playing Secret. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we really had trouble stopping. <laughs> It was just that much fun, and so we 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 even were so we were so sidetracked by the game that we forgot to take screenshots until the very end. Yes, we forgot about that. We sure did. That's why you won't see anything truly dynamic. But speaking of another aspect of the game that made it so engaging was the presentation, both on the visual and the audio side. Yeah, um, the graphics. Uh, from from the point of view of the graphics, you know, they it was so fast-paced. There's definitely a good graphics engine behind it. But for the art direction, you know, they made some decisions that were different from, say, Diablo 3, which went for kind of a, well, originally it was going to be, like, almost photorealistic. Then it was going to be more like WoW, and then it kind of ended up somewhere in between. Yeah. Um, but this was even more on the WoW side, more... Um, Style. It's very stylized. I wouldn't say cartoonish, but more stylized. And um, I thought that the terrain and the buildings, like the the like the the uh, the art balance, looked great. I mean, just the color palettes they chose were awesome. Oh yeah. The environmental stuff was all there. Um, one thing that I thought was particularly cool was our characters. Within maybe the first five levels, maybe all of a sudden, you know, we all had our own um, kind of unique look. Yeah, and we we and it was I was never I never had to look twice to see which one of us was which. It was really easy to always tell, and you know you got to kind of say you know hats off to the designers for that because so often that's not the case. Very true. Um, and uh, and then later by level ten or eleven or whatever, we really looked different. Like I had like a giant oversized helmet and a giant mace and. You know, you guys ended up with, like, cooler clothes and unique weapons. I think Scott had, he had, during the course of it, switched from, like, pistols to crossbows to God knows what he ended up with. But um, it was really cool, the amount of the, the different items and how the different items affected your look directly. Yeah. I, I can't say that I really liked the direction that my character's look was evolving toward. And there was even there were some points where it's like, well, I could choose this alternate helmet, which I just <laughs> like because I'm sick of running around looking like some pirate gypsy. <laughs> I, like the, I like the red bandana. I thought that was cool. But yeah, it ended up the red bandanas were always <laughs> the best equipment that I could choose. So that aside, 
I thought <laughs> it was really cool. I, I I actually envied your characters here the most because it was this furry Viking type armor. Yeah. That's what I thought was so funny about him was it's like, here's my engineer and he looks like he just stepped off a Viking longship or something. Yeah. You know, but yet he's like summoning robots and spider mines and making force fields. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I liked that you could do you could choose to go that route if you wanted. And also the monsters that were in the game that we encountered in the dungeons and in the overworld had a lot of variety and looked really cool. I remember being particularly impressed with the creature that was at the end of one of the missions we went through. It was some kind of dinosaur Loch Ness fantasy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool looking. I just was not expecting to see that. It was like a crazy plesiosaur mutant. Yeah. Really well done. I I really liked the effects. Um for spells, oh. for like you know, smoke, atmosphere, rain, snow, everything. Yeah, the ghosts that flew around during that yeah. one. Yeah, we went. That through. was so subtle, but so cool. Um, yeah, it kind of reminded me of the ghosts from the old Fantasia cartoon, Night on Bald Mountain. Oh yeah, yeah, and then there was that one level where we were like, "This is totally Goonies, right?" Yeah, we were, like yeah. we were in a, in a grotto or whatever with the pirate ship. <laughs> And then it even ended up the boss at the on the pirate ship was named One-Eyed Willie. It was such yeah. a Goonies reference. That was great. Um, the dungeons, I mean, along those lines, I think we only did three or four. But yeah. whether intentional or not, each one we went through had a different kind of architecture and design, and they all looked really great. They really good. That is so refreshing that the dungeons weren't, you know, like – um, re rehashed tile sets thrown together. And you or whatever. that in procedurally generated. Yeah, but no, they all were unique in their own. They all real. They were all unique in their own special way. Said yeah. Mr. Redundant Man. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was it was so cool how they did that. I, I I I hate to just gush over this game like this, but you know we needed to after our our kind of blase recounting of every week's secret world if this was probably the best thing we could have selected to uh kind of reset our our game uh, compasses if you will yeah i also like the audio on it it wasn't i i wouldn't say that it's exactly funcom or bioware or, or I guess Blizzard level, but it was still good. Did you, good music, good voice acting. I noticed, um, and you know, I I just played too much Diablo too, but the music in the in most of the early levels we were playing was so similar to the outside of Tristam music in Diablo two with the drums and the yeah just the sound. I mean, it wasn't it didn't have that you know that guitar thing going, but I was just like, God, this is so crazy. It's so familiar. Um, you know, without being a ripoff in a really weird way, but I really liked it. Yeah, me too. And then, even on the technical side, considering that it is an online game, there weren't... I mean, you, you do have to set up a Runic account before you can log into the game, but... Yeah. Other than that, I didn't feel like there were too many hoops to jump through, and getting into our own game wasn't very difficult, and everything kept up with us. Yeah, we had no lag at all. It was never, That was never an issue. Um and unlike uh, unlike Diablo three, if you're playing in solo mode, you don't have to be online. So it's, it's <sighs> one of those DRM free games that's actually nice. friendly. 
because um, I, I do, I don't know, like, I remember when Diablo 3 came out and we were covered that, I was like, duh, just quit your bitching, it's just kind of the way people are going to go, especially if you're going to play it in solo mode and then go and try and sell your items in the online store. Um, you know, there's only one way for it to keep track of that, and that's going to be some kind of centralized server to make sure you're not cheating or hacking your client. But with this, they don't have an online store, so there's no need for that. And people can cheat all they want. It'll just cheapen their own experience. So, um, But the network play was great. I mean, it was flawless, of course. And, uh, you know, I just want to play it more. <laughs> I know that's how I felt too. I mean, obviously it was hard for us to even stop playing and I definitely look forward to the next time we play. I remember that Southern Scott was telling us that he just, he's like, we got to make sure that we play this again every time we do this palate cleanser thing. Yeah. I and I'm willing to consider that. I am too. <laughs> All right. How about this is our off night game for. <laughs> next yeah. <time. laughs> I agree. Yeah. Totally fun. Yeah. I really, really, really liked what we did. It was it was a lot of fun, and I, I'm, you know, I'm torn. I like it when we do our random WoW night, but I'd almost like to do this one too. <laughs> so, I know, a new, new I competitor. Could totally see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I have to say, all week I've been thinking about my character in the build and how I'd like him to, you know, progress. And I don't typically do that with games. You know, it's not yeah, obsessive just, or anything. It's such a, a quick experience that you're already that engaged too yeah but i'm like oh man if i did this i could keep i could get his tanking even better but you know should i work on the heal bot some more and get that up so it's it heals faster you know Mm -hmm. what a and the price point for the game is awesome too you can't beat that 20 bucks and then occasionally on sale via steam even yeah even cheaper and price. actually, it was just this last week. It was available for ten bucks after the latest patch that allows you to build your own levels. Yeah, now that's going to be interesting to see what people do with that. Yeah, I'm um, curious. Yeah, that could be really interesting. I guess there's other mods you can use too. Um, I ha- I didn't want to try and mod it or run any mods. I wanted the pure experience. And you know what? At this point, that was just fine for me. Yeah, I'm fine with the main experience too. But yeah, overall, I was very happy with the choice of Torchlight 2. I'm looking forward to playing it some more and figuring out how to juggle it in with all the other games that we're playing. Yeah, specifically World of Warcraft. Yep, that still has us in thrall. Um, I still I got to 90 a couple weeks ago, and I'm just grinding faction from my Cloud Serpent Mount and finishing up all the Pandaren content with my my uh, my main and. Trying to get up to the same level as Noah with Snuggums. Um, I'm still only at 44, but I'm at the high end now. But I think you're at 46. Um, yeah, 45 for 6. I can't quite recall because I missed a week. It's my first week missing World of Warcraft since. Oh, man. Yeah. It has. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to. Well, we'll hopefully we'll fit it in this week. Yeah. I de- and I definitely hope that we can get it in while the Easter event is still running because it's another one of those once a year holiday events with Easter eggs hidden everywhere and giant evil bunny rabbits. So yep. I, I got to get in on some of that action and hopefully I'll be able to play with you guys when I do. Yeah. Oh, I hope so too. That'll be really fun. So yeah, listeners, if you are relatively new to the show, if you joined us in secret world, our first two months of our MMO tour was spent in world of Warcraft, focused on the mists of Pandaria, 
content, and it's just been so much fun that we've continued to play the game since then. And we do on a weekly basis, in addition to our regular Channel Massive-focused Monday game nights. So every Monday night, we are playing whatever our currently scheduled game is. And starting on Monday, April 8th, 11 p.m. Eastern, it'll be our first official Channel Massive session in Star Wars The Old Republic. Oh, yeah. The Old Republic chosen one it was. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's in the show notes, and it makes me laugh every time I see it. <laughs> and we're going to be, in case you want to join us, we would love to have you join us. We are going to be on the Prophecy of the Five server on the Galactic Republic, a.k.a. Good Guys, side. Yeah, and we're going to see how that be at works. level 10 if you want to join us, because we want to get through the single-player initial starter zones and make sure that all of us equally know how to play the game, especially me, since I've never played it before. Yep. And then after level 10, that's when we'll be able to all meet up. We're going to wear our leg warmers into our first flash dance. <laughs> yeah. I mean or flashpoint. <laughs> I, may, I may have misread that. Should be a blast. Right now, I think so far we've got, I think you and Southern Scott have already gotten your characters selected and created. Yep, my character's name is Bet, B-H-E-T-T-E. And that's a variation on the name of Vet, which is, if anyone plays this knows, uh, like the first companion character you get if you play a evil Sith um, Lord. And uh, <clears throat> my character ended up marrying my my uh, my my companion Vet, so I decided to use the, uh, the cool... Um, not lineage system. What is it called? The uh, legacy system. Legacy, yeah. And I made her the daughter of my Sith character, but she's a Jedi, so she's good. But she's a Twi'lek, and her, and of course, her name is Bet. Combination of the two names. I had a different name for her, but when they merged this, some other server into it, I lost it. So. Oh, boo. Yeah. And you're gonna be a Jedi Knight. I'm gonna be a Jedi Knight. Um, who just happens to occasionally force choke people, so that should add some <laughs> <laughs> a certain charm to her. And then Southern Scott, as I recall, is, I think he's playing a Jedi Consular. Yeah. And also a Twi'lek. And I, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to make a trooper or a smuggler. I have, and, some, uh, I have some bad news for you. What's that? You can't play a, a hut. I know you wanted to be a hot hut. <laughs> How did you know? I just well, I suspected that you wanted, you know, a little Princess Leia change to you wherever you went. But, uh, just kind of piggyback. Yeah, yeah. Just right kind of like, mas- like a really bad version of Master Blaster from Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. Master Blaster. Master. Uh, <laughs> but I can be a Twi'lek. Twi'lek is one of those classes but i don't think i want to be in an all twi'lek crew so yeah uh, while both you and southern scott are twi'leks i'm probably going to be something else maybe i'll be the the zabrak or or, or a human that's what i'm trying to oh. say between yeah that'd be cool zabraks are horny <laughs> they are they got a lot of horns on their head <laughs> yeah oh that's exactly what i meant yeah yeah generally <laughs> so we would love to have you join us over there. The game is free to play. You can download the entire client. You can play it for free without any subscription. Of course, if you do choose to subscribe, then you level up faster. You can sprint earlier and you can have more characters, blah, blah, blah. 
I, I think I'm going to subscribe. I've already downloaded the client. It's about, I don't know, 12 to 15 gigs. I still had the beta installed on my computer. I forgot to Holy uninstall it. Snakies. And wow. so the last time that I played it was, I don't know, two years ago when the wow. beta was going on. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it's a lot different now. I am uh, sure. I'm sure. And I played, I don't know, I think I played a Jedi Knight. And they only had two classes available for play, so I played a Jedi Knight. Yeah. I remember being unimpressed, but now that I have such a different taste in MMOs, I'm sure it will be very different. Yeah, I think so. I think plus starting out with a flashpoint will be really cool. I mean, that's going to be a blast. So, especially with the people who have been joining us, I, I wonder if any of our World of Warcraft ex- World of Warcraft exclusive buddies are going to join us or not. Since this is a free to play game, I, I hope so. Yeah, me too. Is there actually a limit on the group size when you get together in a flashpoint? Is it five? I- people? It seems like it's five. I can't recall. I, I think it is five. Cool. So yeah, once our Monday night session on April eighth is done, and we record, and you hear the subsequent episode on the fifteenth, that means that we'll be able to give you character names and all the other stuff if you want to join us later. Yeah, it should be a blast. Or if you like World of Warcraft, as I mentioned, Mark is playing it still. I'm still playing it. We play it on a weekly basis. In addition to Star Wars: The Old Republic. We are on the Arthas server, which is a PvP server. Our guild is named Channel Massive. Imagine that. Yeah. My primary is Cuddle Monster, C-U-D-D-L-M-O-N-S-T-R-R. And I am Snoogums, S-N-O-O-G-E-M-S. If yeah. I'm not oh. playing solo, which would be Zulin, X-U-L-I-N. So yeah, your badass warlock. My warlock is is melting people right and left. It's quite fun. I love seeing the screenshots from the mass- <laughs> that you're doing. The, the battlegrounds. <laughs> Massive death everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so the funniest part was I found this pond that, um, have you ever read Yertle the Turtle, the Dr. Seuss book? Yeah. So you know where they have that turtle pond and they're like stacking themselves on top of each other? We yeah. found this pond in Pandaria that was eerily similar to that. They weren't. There wasn't a Yertle King turtle stacked on top, but there's all these little turtles milling around. Well, just then this thing attacked me, and I did that that life drain, and it killed all every goddamn little turtle there was. <laughs> it was like the massacre of Yertle the Turtle's pond. It was. I felt almost horrible to see all those little turtles just die. Turtles are cute. They cute. were cute until they died, and then they yeah, was, and then they didn't even have loot, and I couldn't skin them, so I was really bummed. So. <laughs> yeah, so we will continue to have World of Warcraft adventures. I'm really looking forward to hearing or, or going through our, the stories of our first session in Star Wars: The Old Republic next week. Me too. Yeah, well, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing it too. Yeah. So, yeah. listeners, let us know if if you join us or if you can't. If you have any type of feedback on this episode or the next one, send in your emails to mail. M-A-I-L. at channelmassive.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Channel Massive, or you can follow me specifically at This Is Noah. Or me at C-O-M-A-R-K-M. And we're over on the Facebook, facebook.com slash Channel Massive. And last but not least, if you want to give us a review over on Apple, iTunes. Yeah. It's appreciated. Help yep, get the word out about our show so we have more people just swarming through these MMOs with us. As I always say, the number of stars tells us how much you like or hate us. So always do five stars to let us know how much you like or dislike us. <laughs> how passionate. It's the passion factor. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a wrap for this episode. I don't have anything over here. I am stint. Excellent.
Excellent. Thank you again, listeners, for downloading the show. We look forward to talking with you next week. Everybody get this chest over here. I think it was the first thing Mark went for. <laughs> Regardless of whether there were any monsters around it. Uh, probably. It called me. Oh, no, I think I already got it. Over here, guys, I just opened a golden chest. <laughs> Not surprising. We're fighting the boss over here while you're... <laughs> Coming. Sorry. Yeah, was just, he's dead. Okay. Oh. We just split up accidentally. So I'm, I'm up here where you want to be. I'm up here where you want to be. <laughs> I mean, if you want what was in the chest. <laughs> Sorry. And then... Show me where that monster was. I'm sure there's some it's hot loot. Way. Hot loot. <laughs> You're delayed.